without wasting any time, let's move on to our articles and see what we get uh, today's today news. So let's start. A strategy to improve pervoskites absorber for all pervoskites tandem solar cells. Tandem solar cells TCL stacks of PN junction based on semiconductor with different band gaps are a highly promising energy solution that could help to reduce carbon emissions. Pervoskites earth abducting materials with a turnable band gap, high charge carrier mobility advantage, advantageous optoelectronic properties and long carrier diffusion lengths could be particularly valuable for creating low-cost and highly power-efficient TCLs for large-scale implementations. To fabricate efficient all-purpose-cards TCLs, engineers need to be able to grow high-quality and uniform purpose-cards absorber through crystallization processes. Absorbers are semiconducting layers inside solar cells that absorb photons, that is light particles and excites electrons to create photocurrent from sunlight so far however a universal and effective process to prepare pervoskites absorber for TCS is still lacking. Researcher Stu Such Ho uh, University and Xianshan University has recently devised a new strategy to create high quality pervoskites absorbers with grains in the micrometer scale in prolonged carrier lifetimes. This strategy Introduced in a paper published in Nature Energy is based on closed space analysis NLE CSA process, a heat-based technique that can be used to change a material's chemical properties. Controllable crystallization plays a crucial role in the formation of high-quality perverse Chen Gli Wang and his colleagues wrote in their paper. Here we report a universal CSA strategy that increases growth grain size enhances crystallinity and prolongs carrier lifetimes in low band gap, low EG and wide band gap, wide EG perverse films. Remarkably, the CCSCSA strategy devised by Wang and his colleague is universal as it can be applied to perverse with various band gap to produce high quality absorber with enlarged grains and longer carrier lifetimes. As part of their uh, recent study, the team demonstrated its generalizability by successfully using it to prepare absorber based on perovskites with different chemical comp uh, compositions. Essentially, the newly presented strategy entails growing perovskites through the CSA, uh, CSA process while managing the presence of residual uh, solvents inside the intermediate phase perovskites, that is, the perovskites form before the final annealing steps take place. The researcher found that this promotes the growth of grains, merging neighbors, crystal, and solvents were slowly released from the perovskites by placing the intermediate phase perovskite film with their faces towards solvent uh, permeable com covers. During the annealing process, high quality perovskites absorber layers are obtained with the salt solvent releasing processes, enabling fabrication of efficient, of efficient single junction perovskite solar cell PVSC and all perovskite tandem solar cells, Wang and his colleagues explained in this paper. In initial evaluation, the CSA strategy devised by the researcher enabled the creation of highly performing perovskite absorber with both low and wide band gap. The absorber uh, 
were then used to fabricate 4T and 2T. All purpose guide TCS better exhibit remarkable power. Uh, conversion efficiency the PESH PCE of 21.51% and 18.58% for single junction load low EG and wide EG PVSC are uh, achieved and thus occurred the fabrication of 25.15 efficiency 4 terminal and 25.05% efficiency 2 terminal all purpose kitein and solar cells Wang and his colleague wrote in their paper in the future a CSS strategy introduced by this team of researchers could be used to uh, create better absorber of low cost and efficient ECS data slowly based on purpose guides. This could facilitate the large scale implementation of this highly promising energy solution. Meanwhile, their study could also inspire other research teams worldwide to devise similar uh, fabrication strategy for producing highly performing purpose guides absorber. So, it's uh, helpful for the semiconductor. Uh, uh, semiconductor devices as uh, we are being using different types of um, circuits in every uh, in every electronics uh, device and it's great for short uh, period uh, uh, short uh, shorter devices and it's yep it's great for all uh, for all of us if you have don't have don't have enough knowledge about semiconductors then please uh, tell me about that. Uh, we will uh, uh, have a podcast on that also. But uh, it's for the news for the semiconductor in the industry. This is a uh, great strategy, I think, uh, by absorbing more energy. Uh, I mean, uh, it's uh, required less uh, commutation uh, power and uh, gives more outputs and more energy in, in the circuit. So, great. For all of us. So let's move on to our next topic. Anti-ferromagnetic hybrids achieve important functionality for spintronic applications. So yeah, let's see what we get into it through this. Anti-ferromagnets have zero net magnetization, are insensitive to external magnetic field. Permutation anti-ferromagnetic spintronic device hold great promise for creating future ultra-fast and energy-efficient information storage, processing, and transmission platform, potentially leading to faster and more uh, energy-efficient computers. But useful for application play, uh, impacting everyday's life, the device need to be able to operate at room temperature. One of the key in the ingredients in realizing anti-ferromagnetic spintronics in is the injection of spin uh, current as at the anti-ferromagnetic interface we will see efficient spin injection at these interface but was realized at cryogenic temperatures a lead uh, a team led by Igor Burskyo uh, at the University of California Riverside in collaboration with the researcher at Helmholtz Zemtum Trust Rosendorf the University of Utah and the University of California, Irwin, has now demonstrated efficient spin transport in an anti-ferromagnetic and anti-ferromagnet hybrid that remains robust up to room temperature. The researcher observed coupling of magnetic subsystems in the anti-ferromagnet and ferromagnet and recognized its importance in spin uh, transport, a key process in the operation of spin-based uh, devices. The study appears in the physical review research, a result bridge spin uh, orbit, uh, 
orbitronic phenomena of paramagnetic materials to the anti-paramagnetic spintronics and demonstrate a significant advancement towards the realization of room temperature uh, anti-paramagnetic spintronic devices, said Burskov, our assistant professor of physics and astronomy. Burskov was joined in the research of Rodolf, Rodriguez, Shriash, uh, Regmi, Han Tao Zhang, Viz uh, Yuan, Xing Shi, and Ran Cheng of UCR, Pablo Mukusho, Ihor Varchuk, Rene Hubner, and Dennis Markov of Hel Helmholtz, Zentum, Dresd, Rosdorf, and Eric A. Montanayo of the University of Utah and formerly of UCRU. So, uh, if uh, I ever wrap up or summary of these articles, uh, it it's uh, helpful for the quantum um, quantum computers because we need ma uh, magnetic antiferromagnetic hybrids uh, in the quantum computer itself. Uh, yep, it's kind of uh, uh, the application is uh, kind of related to computer as uh, is already proposing that it's uh, uh, it's gives ultra fast uh, uh, ultra fast performance and uh, energy efficient uh, energy efficient storage uh, processing and transmission platform basically for the computation uh, on the computer side or on the uh, where uh, the magnetic effects really used in the spintronic uh, spin devices and mostly spintronic devices currently used in quantum uh, quantum computers and quantum technology so it's a great for i guess uh, and i know um, it's great for the uh, uh, quantum application and the quantum devices so yeah that's that's all about it it's, will be great for the quantum technology so yep let's move on to our next topic drought another uh, uh, dinosaur track in u.s park so it's more of a archaeological or in the history side so let's read about it let's read this article and what's get uh, we can get from this a drought in uh, texas dried up a river flowing through dinosaur valley state park Exposing track from giant reptile that lived some 100, uh, 130 million years ago. An official said Tuesday, photos posted on Facebook show three toed uh, footprints leading down a dry tree linked riverbed in the southeastern US state. It's one of the longest dinosaur track waves in the world. A captain accompanying uh, will be just Stephanie Selenius Gracias of the Texas Park and Wildlife Department said dry weather made the tracks visible due to the excessive drought condition this past summer. The river dried up completely in the most location, allowing them for allowing for more tracks to be uncovered here in the park. She said, under normal river uh, uh, conditions, these newer tracks are underwater and commonly filled in the sediment, making them buried and not as visible. As you said, most of the recently revealed tracks are made by the Archaeocanthosaurus, uh, which weighed nearly seven tons (650 kilograms) as an adult and stood 15 feet (4.5 meters) tall. Another dinosaur 
Cyroposidion also left tracks in the park. It measures 60 feet tall and weighs 44 tons in Nairobi. The state park, located in an inland area southwest of the city of Dallas, was one on the edge of an ancient ocean and dinosaur left footprints in the mud. Its website says, while drought revealed the tracks, rain in the uh, is in the forecast, meaning they will likely be covered once more. While they will soon be buried again by the rain and river, Dinosaur Stra Valley Strait Park will continue to protect these 130 million years old tracks, not only for present but future generations, Gracia said. So, um, there is a photo vir uh, viral on Facebook uh, where there is lots of dinosaur tracks or dinosaur uh, pow, uh, uh, pow footprints uh, which is now visible in the uh, US southwest uh, region because uh, it is covered from the river uh, due to which the, uh, there is uh, it's hidden for uh, for so many times and uh, due, uh, due to this summer the river go, uh, got dry up and uh, that's why it's able uh, we can able to see this footprints of this giant dinosaur uh, or giant footprint of this dinosaur so great once again we find out that uh, they have different types of we have different types of reptiles and dinosaurs in our ancient history on an ancient time so let's moving on to our next one next topic archaeological uh, excavation in romania show life of earliest modern humans in europe so let's read it and what uh, we get in this in a new article in the journal Scientific reports lead in archaeologist Vyung Chu and colleagues report on recent excavation in Western Romania at the site of Romanesity, one of the most important sites in Southeastern Europe associated with the earliest Homo sapiens. The site gives us important glimpse in how uh, modern humans adapted to their new European environment. Many early Homo sapiens fossils have been found in southeastern uh, Europe, presumably because they first entered the continent through the Balkan Peninsula. Still, a few Homo sapiens fossils have been found in association with cultural remains, making Romanesity uh, an important window into absorbing how the first European Homo sapiens coped with their new environments. So. How did Homo sapiens cope with the new continent? The researcher found the artifacts at Roman uh, Romanesty were geared towards producing highly standardized chipped stone beltates that could have been used as inserts for arrows or spears. Peculiar grindstones might have also stone used to straighten uh, wooden shafts, suggesting that Romanesty was a kind of a projectile workshop. Thousands of artifacts, some of which came from the uh, came from over 300 kilometers away, combined with evidence for on-site fire use, demonstrate that Romanesti was an important place in the landscape that was repeatedly returned to microscopic analysis of the artifact. Surfaces demonstrated that most of them were not used, suggesting that the site 
may have uh, been used as a place for manufacturing tools that were later transported offside. Modern human and uh, Neanderthals, the result of the large lithic and, uh, assemblages and their high quality content for the new excavation of Romanesti indicate changes in the way Homo sapiens subs subsisted compared to Neanderthals helping to explain their success. The next step is trying to elaborate on what the uh, relationship of these early Homo sapiens was to early ne uh, Neanderthals near nearby. Contemporary fossils indicate that Homo sapiens and Neanderthals was interbreeding, but we still don't know what that means for the ways in which their mutual lifestyles were changing and how we can see that in the archaeological remains. <sighs> So we have a, 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 another finding or another migration um, archaeological finding in the Romania itself. Again, the Balkans people, and uh, as we all know, the Balkans people are really uh, one of the oldest species in the Europe. And yep, uh, if you have uh, if you have known a little bit of history or uh, the, uh, everything. And you, you uh, all the Balkans know know this thing, so great. And it's an interesting fact. So let's moving on to our next topic. Researcher investigates effects of tau proteins on microtubules within nerve cells. So let's see what we get in it. The tau protein is an important factor linked to the development of human neuro. Degenerative diseases including Alzheimer's disease, yet there is still much we don't know about tau and other similar proteins. The most recent discoveries, uh, the most recent discoveries came from the work of an international team, including co-author from the Faculty of Science of Charles University in Prague, Lenka Lebusova, PhD, a graduate student uh, Teresa Hamhalova. Uh, the study has been published in Nature Chemical Biology. It shows that tau protein can form coatings or envelopes on the cytoselectal structure of the cell called microtubules. These subsequently change the properties of the coated microtubules and also prevent the passage of certain molecular motor that provides intercellular transport just by moving along the microtubules. Microtubules are thin tubes inside cells that serve as pathways for transporting various cargo, vesicles, mitochondria, other microtubes, protein complexes from one place in the cell to another. In smaller cells, this transport operates over short distances, but in cells that are generally large or, or elongated in one direction, transport over long distance must also be provided. Nerve cells with their extensions are the typical example of cells where microtubes uh, Tubules provide transport of cargo often over distances of many centimeters. However, if the microtubule pathways are damaged and or the transport processes do not proceed correctly, neurodegenerative disease can develop. The protein that bind to microtubules are collectively referred to as, to as MAPs, an acronym uh, derived from microtubule associated proteins MAPs are very important players in the cytoskeletal uh, orchestra of the cell as they
Their binding influence with microtubule stability ensures anchoring of the microtubule network to the cytoplasmic membrane or interconnection with the other cytoskeletal uh, structures. In particular, MAP2 in tau proteins, which belong to the same protein family, form protective envelopes on microtubules. The envelope protective parts are resistant to the enzyme that degrades microtubules. Newly published work by two uh, SACEC groups, SAC group led by Dr. Zedinsky Lansky from the uh, University of Biotechnology of the CAS in the BioSafe Care Center and Dr. Lenka Lubensova from the Faculty of Science, Charles University, Prague, in the collaboration with scientists from the University of California, UC Davis shows that MAP2 and tau proteins cause even more by their binding to microtubules if they cover a part of microtubule with their cooperatively bound molecule as a coating then they also in induce a change in the microtubule structure in the part the microtubule will shorten without realizing any building unit only bec uh, becoming more compact in the coated area interestingly the relationship between the presence of the envelope and the length of the microtubule is also reversed. If the microtubule is stretched by an external force, then the coating formed by tau or MAP2 molecules falls off. This raises the question as to what uh, purpose this sensitive of the envelope coated microtubule network to mechanical tension might serve in the nerve or even muscle cell under physiological conditions. Another in interesting property of tau and MAP2 protein envelopes is that they selectively affect the passage of molecular motors along uh, microtubules while tiny motors moving toward the cell nucleus uh, retrograde can overcome tau or MAP2, uh, MAP2 envelopes from some Kensen motors moving towards the plasma membrane anti-rograde, uh, anti these regions are, are a major obstacle. Thus, on microtubules, the binding of the uh, studies of MAP create region in which cargo transport in the restricted to transport in one direction only or passage is allowed only to certain types of molecular motors, particular uh, section of the microtubules, thus inquire different uh, function, which is the important of the proper functioning of the nerve cell, the tau family proteins seem to hold many more surprises. So, uh, there, uh, there is two types of protein envelopes in our uh, brain, uh, which, uh, which researchers try to uh, uh, try to um, try to evaluate uh, them and uh, have uh, uh, have finding in in our brain. So it will be easy for uh, easy for uh, researcher to have uh, proteins in our nerve cells, and there is uh, two types of uh, protein cells. There is a one first is tau uh, tau protein and a MAP2 uh, protein cell, which is is found in the nerve cells of our of our human uh, human system. Uh, human body so yep yeah, that's all about it i know it's a very short pod, uh, podcast because due to some uh, very uh, small amount of um, 
articles and small amount uh, small amount of information available in, on the uh, internet is uh, but uh, we have a different types of topics we discuss about the uh, semiconductors we discuss about the drought or, or the archaeologic findings uh, where the dinosaur footprints uh, came from on the south uh, southeastern US part where, uh, where the uh, where the Europe uh, Homo sapiens exist in the Romania and yep quantum computers TCR semiconductor yep. so that's all about it for the today guys sorry for this short but yep uh, never mind. so let's end this podcast by uh, just, uh, I just wanna say one thing. Uh, subscribe to uh, this newsletter, as I already said before, because uh, we know there are different uh, information, different kind of uh, findings available on the internet, which we can't uh, able to express in the surface map. So. If you uh, are interested in those findings, in those character articles, please subscribe to uh, this newsletter. And, yep, uh, uh, you, have, uh, yeah, you can also check our website, co-scientist website, which will be even uh, great, uh, great, to, great to read uh, by your own self. But if you are not read, uh, reading it, uh, listen to this podcast it will be great to understand what is going on in the research industry so yeah that's all about it now uh, on the end i just want to say keep researching stay curious and stay healthy